Hello, welcome to our Forest Facebook page. I'm Sarah Clapson. I'll be here for the next 15, 20 minutes or so, looking ahead to this weekend's game against Brentford, reflecting on the FA Cup um, replay with Blackpool on Wednesday night, um, Forest through to the next round um, after extra time. Um, I think I've just about thawed out. I might not look like it, but um, yeah, it, it was absolutely freezing um, on the West Coast. But um, Forest got through, so that was the main thing. Um, yeah, back to Premier League action. Unbelievably, it's the first league game um, of 2024 for Forest this weekend. Haven't played a Premier League match yet this year um, because of the winter break and also because of the FA Cup um, two games, obviously. Do get any questions or comments in. I'll do my best to get through as many of them as I possibly can. Um, how do you think Forest should line up tomorrow? Return of Ivan Tony for Brentford. Um uh, just got back actually from Nuno's press conference and he said that although if the, the game had been played originally um, post it was moved because of the, the winter break um, Ivan Tony wouldn't have been available then um, it was supposed to be played on the 13th I think last weekend um, got moved because the winter break was spread over a fortnight across the Premier League um, Nuno said that that he downplayed it really said it, it, it um, wouldn't have mattered because they planned for him um, to be available. So he knows what they're coming up against, um, but he's also aware that Brentford have a lot of other very good players. He was not wanting to focus on um, Ivan Tony in particular. Forest, on the other hand, do have a few absentees um, because of injury and of un unavailability. Um, Morgan Gibbs-White um, is a, a big one to miss. Um, he missed Wednesday night and um, he's still going to be out for Saturday by the sounds of it. Still likely to be another week before he's back. Um, Anthony Alanga as well, also out. Diva Karigi, um, Tyro Wanyi, although he is making really good progress, so hopefully he's back fairly soon. Um, and Felipe also plays her away at um, AFCON. So attacking-wise, Forest are pretty short of options. Having said that... Um, Chris Wood obviously got the goal on got the winner on um, on Wednesday night. He was in good league form prior to the break, so hopefully he can keep that up. Nicholas Dominguez has been doing pretty well. I thought he did well against um, Blackpool. Callum Hudson Odoi, hopefully um, he can get going on Saturday as well. And obviously Danilo as well got a goal on Wednesday. I hope I really hope that sparks something for him because he's been a bit quiet this season, certainly compared to last season. Um, hopefully that gives him a bit of a, a confidence boost. In goal, I expect Matt Turner to come back in. Um, I think he's going to be Nuno's number one. Um, Vlakadimov's got a go in the cup. Forrest are not expected to bring in another goalkeeper this month. Um, I think that the idea is not to... Obviously, the, there is acknowledgement that, that Matt Turner's kicking needs improving. So the way to get around that is to not put him in those kind of situations. Um, I think that's how Forrest will try to navigate that um, that side of things. He's a good shop stopper, and I think Nuno recognises that. And with money being very tight, with other areas needing to be strengthened, the feeling was that, or is that, goalkeeper is not a priority in that sense um, and 
Forrest will stick with with Matt Turner. Um, again, I think he's a good shot stopper. It's just he's, he he's looks vulnerable with his kicking. Um, I guess that there is a there is a solution for that. Just not just don't put him in those kind of situations. Um, Blackadimos, I don't think did a great deal in the cup games that we've just seen to really push for that place or to get it back. Um, so I think it'll be Turner in goal uh, tomorrow. In terms of other changes, again, there's not too many um, too many other options. Montiel maybe come back in at, at right back. Um, maybe Toffolo come back in at left back. I thought Tavares, after doing really well as a, um, a as a sub in the first game against Blackpool, I thought he wasn't great on Wednesday night. Um, so maybe bring back um, Toffolo. Interesting to see midfield. Obviously, Oral Mangala played on Wednesday. I thought he was excellent. Um, I thought he did really well. Future is still very uncertain. Will he keep his place for um, for Saturday? I guess maybe because of the options that, that Nuno has, he might have to go with a similar type of, of formation. Um, obviously, particularly light up front. So maybe the same midfield three, Mangala, Danilo Yates. Um, yeah, I can't I can't see there being too many changes. I was really impressed with Brandon Aguilera um, on Wednesday night. I thought he was excellent, really exciting, really bright prospect. Big decision now for, for Forrest to make really on what happens for him. When Steve Cooper was here, he, he really rated him, but he wanted to keep him close by to... Um, to watch his progress in the first half of the season and then make a decision this month about whether to send him out on loan or whether to keep him as part of the squad and, and keep him involved. Nuno obviously gave him a, a game on um, on Wednesday. Did really well. Looked really confident. Um, obviously got talent. I guess it, the judgment is how much is he or how much would he likely to play between now and the end of the season if he stayed at Forest or is he better off going out on loan to get more regular game time. But at the same time, um, we know that Forrest are prioritising exits and, and want to trim down numbers. Is he somebody to to keep as part of the the group as an option? Um, he might well be needed. Same with Omobame Delhi. He made his debut on Wednesday. That prevents him from going out on loan uh, unless he goes back to Norwich um, because you can't represent three clubs in a season. But because of lack of options in some general defence, um, it might be that that Forrest need him. Um, Felipe is still out. Neocarte and, and Bolly um, are on international duty. Neocarte looked like he might have picked up a knock the other day. I have asked about that to see Forrest were aware of any update, but haven't heard um, heard on that front. And then there's uncertainty about Joe Wall and, and Scott McKenna. So it might be that Andrew Omobamidele is needed as well. Um, alongside Murillo. I think Worrell might come back in for Saturday. Um, it would be a big call to stick with Murillo and Omobamidele for Saturday, I think, given their lack of experience in the Premier League. Obviously, um, Murillo has played a few games now, but um, Andrew Omobamidele hasn't. So that would be a big call. I, I think Worrell might come back in for that one. Um but let me know what you think. Let me know if you'd make too many changes. Let me know what you think Forrest should do in the transfer window and um, how you think 
the rest of the, the month might play out. Less than two weeks to go now before the transfer window closes. and closes at 11 o'clock on 11pm on February the 1st. So not long. Not Forest don't need to make too many additions, though. It's just a few key signings. Um, Nuno talked today about how it's a difficult window. And I think you can see that for us across the Premier League as well. There's not too many big moves going on. Um, it has been a fairly quiet start to the month. Whether it picks up or not um, around the league, we'll, we'll wait and see. But there's not a lot, a lot of great deal of movement. Um, again, Forest don't need to do too much. The focus was always going to be on trimming the squad and, and getting players out. But they do want to make a few key signings um, and, and Nuno said today that it, it's quite tricky. You don't always get your, what you want is, um, is the phrase that he used. Forest might want to do certain things, but whether they happen or not is a, a different matter. Um, we know they've, they've got the Premier League charge that came this week. That doesn't affect what they can do in the transfer window, but at the same time, they want to show that they're taking it very seriously so that there won't be a big splashing of cash for that reason. Um, Forrest are really keen to show to the Premier League that they understand that it's a serious charge and that they don't want to be seen to be spending a lot of money because of that. As much as I said, it doesn't affect that charge. Um, I think it's more about perception. But having said that, they do still want to strengthen. Um, so it's going to be an interesting last couple of weeks of the window. Whether it's going to be, I don't think we'll see, I probably cursed it now, but I don't think we'll see the kind of deadline day that we, we saw in the summer when seven players came in. It will be very different to that. Um, ideally, clubs want to do their business as soon as they can. The reality is that doesn't always happen, obviously. And sometimes there's so many um, moving parts in terms of getting players in and players out, that you business doesn't always happen as quickly as, as clubs would like. I think it might well go fairly late in the window. As I said, we're more than halfway through now, so time is a little bit ticking in that sense. But also it's so important to get the right players in. Um, when you only need a few, it's so key to get the right business done Um and obviously Forrester know now that there are risks when you, they knew anyway that there were risks, but they kind of know the consequences now that if you, you don't stick within those rules, then the situation that um, they find themselves in now can happen. They don't want to repeat it that. Um, so a big few weeks ahead, really, um, on and off the pitch, be great if it was a return to winning ways in the Premier League on, on Saturday, having got those you know, wins over um, Newcastle and Man United um, last month, back end of last year. Hopefully it's a case of picking up where they left off. I think it is going to be a tricky one at Brentford. They haven't been in great form, but the return of Tony just adds that little, little something extra, I think, for them at home. Um We'll have to, to see, I guess, in terms of his fitness, whether he's able to last the whole game. Um, but he'll go out there really eager to make an impact, I'm sure. So as much as Nuno has downplayed what he can do, I think Forrest are going to have to be really wary 
um, of him. We all know how, um, how much of a threat he is. So it's not going to be an easy game by any means. But having got the... I guess there's two ways of looking at the cup win from Wednesday night. The fact it went to extra time um, it, and it was on a really difficult pitch. Um, I don't know if it came across, but the pitch was pretty solid. Um, it would have been physically quite uh, quite tough going. Um, it certainly was sat in the stands. It was absolutely freezing, but I think that will have taken a lot out of, um, out of some players, and it's a quick turnaround as well. So I guess you, you can look at it that's momentum from Wednesday, but also... Forest will have to be conscious that um, that it is a quick turnaround from that. Dave, in reference to the the number of um, the number of signings, only eleven players this window. Then, yeah, again, I've probably put the curse on it, haven't I? Saying there's only going to be two or three. I thought in the summer that there wouldn't be too many, um, and that proved to be quite the opposite. But I think this time, um, I, I don't think we're, we're going to see a lot of signings coming in for the reasons that I mentioned that Forest want they really want to show the Premier League that they're taking the charge seriously and so they are aware that again as much as it won't it doesn't affect the charge that they're facing spending a lot of money if they chose to do that this window would not be a good look when you're trying to fight that charge so they're really conscious of that. Um, I think it's it's going to be quite a, a reined-in window. Um, attacking options, I think, should be the priority. Um, we've kind of seen with, with the injuries, I guess, that it is an area where Forrest are, are light now at the minute because of the players that are out. If a one year comes in, uh, comes in, comes back fairly soon, that will make a massive difference. And I think the fact that that Nuno has um, got Chris Wood firing um, or, or has found a way to get the best out of him has kind of eased the urgency, I guess. A few weeks ago, you would have said it, Forrest desperately needed um, a one year backup this window, and you would have said it needed to come quite quickly in the window. I think that Chris Wood doing pretty well other players chipping in with goals has eased that sense of urgency I do think Forrest still need another striker and obviously there's a lot of talk about Dibble Karigi at the moment he's still out injured whether that affects anything in terms of um, him moving on elsewhere we'll have to see Origi hasn't particularly made a, a, a big impact in his time so far I know his chances have been fairly limited but when he's had a, an opportunity, I, I don't think he's particularly grasped it. Um, I think because points are going to be so important, Forest needs players that are going to score goals. They need players that um, that can step up. I think if there's an opportunity to um, for Origi to, to go, obviously he's on loan, but um, if it meant somebody else coming in... Um, to help with the, the goal threat, I think that would be sensible business. I think a winger, um, for us to what a winger, um, Anthony Alanga and, and Callum Hudson Adoy are, are two really promising young players. Alanga has been brilliant. Um, I think he, he's done really well so far. Obviously, he's injured at the moment. Um, Callum Hudson Adoy perhaps has maybe been a little bit quieter, but I think he's got a lot of potential. He's, he's still young. 
and he's had a bit of a stop-start career. Obviously, he's had his injury problems as well, and I think he's still trying to to get really get going and get back to the kind of promise that he showed earlier on his in his career. Um, I think he can get there. It's just maybe going to take a bit of time, but you do need other options as well. So up front is a big area for, um, or always a key area, I should say, for for strengthening. Prior to, to Nuno coming in, Forest did want another central defender. They wanted a, a right-sided equivalent of, of Murillo. Um, I don't think that's changed with Nuno coming in. And also, again, I mentioned the uncertainty surrounding um, Scott McKenna and, and Joe Worrell. Um, and I guess up until Wednesday night, it looked like I'm all about my deli might go out on loan again. Um, so maybe that's... A, maybe. Um, Maybe I'm going. If I can say it again, Omobami <laughs> Delhi's performance has um, has affected the situation a little bit. And maybe Forest think that they can count on him um, as an option. Perhaps not starting regularly, but somebody to have on the bench who can come in um, and maybe get a bit of game time to build up his level of experience and really get settled into the side. Obviously, he had to wait a long time for his chance. Um, I thought he did pretty well though. Um, but yeah. We know a goalkeeper isn't uh, isn't one of the positions that the Forest want to strengthen. So, um, yeah, upfront attack has to be a priority for me. Dan, hi Dan, says um, Brandon Aguilera um, is like a new signing. Looked really sharp. I was really impressed by him. Dan, um, he's somebody that has been rated highly what, since he came in. Really, um, he's somebody that that looks really exciting. has got a lot of potential. Future looks very bright for him. And he looked so confident. He, he looked like he was wanting to take the game by the scruff of the neck and, and really have a go, um, really try to catch the manager's eye and impress. He's been doing well in training. Um, ever since he came in, really, he's somebody that has shown his potential. I remember back in the summer, um, back in the summer when um, Forrest went on training camp, and I think it was near car, so you got one of the videos that Forrest put out called him a baller and he's kind of living up to or showing what he can do in that respect I would still I still think it's a big decision as to whether he goes out on loan or not it's such a a fine line um going out on loan getting game time helping his development in that way or keeping him around the the squad keeping an eye on him seeing how he develops yeah, it, it's a, a really tough call to make. Now he's shown what he can do, though, and, and you're right, he, he did look really sharp. It's just whether he's going to get too many chances in the Premier League. Um, another cup game coming up against Bristol City. Maybe that's another um, opportunity for him. But is it? But is he going to get too many chances between now and the end of the season? That's the the judgment call, um, and and what's right for his development but certainly for the future he looks like one to watch and um, whether whether it's this season or whether it's a bit further down the line tina yeah still 24 players incoming none of which are keepers yeah i, I can understand the the keeper debate um because we've all we've all had it and i think i've spoken about it on here a few times now i, I do think it's I think it's the right decision not to prioritise bringing in a keeper this month. I think it's a case of neither Matt Turner or um, 
Vlachodimos have been particularly convincing, but because there are other areas in need of strengthening, and as I said, money is quite tight, I think it's a, a case of making do is really the, the wrong way of describing it, but but thinking that sticking with Matt Turner and maybe working around the, the situation with his kicking is a a, a, comprom- a, a decent compromise um, for, for the time being. When it gets to the summer, I imagine the situation will be reviewed, but Forrest spent money bringing in two goalkeepers last summer. I think given the situation they find themselves in with, with the scrutiny on the finances and, and everything, I think to then spend money again a few months down the line bringing in another goalkeeper. Um, we've talked a lot about the transfer business and getting the right signings and, and how in recent windows some excellent business has been done, some business that hasn't been great as well. Um, and it's a case of, I think, yeah, I think it's a case of, of sticking with Turner for the time being Um see where things are in the summer then um, yeah I, I do think he's a really good shot stopper I think he has made some really good saves it's just that when the ball comes to him he looks vulnerable um, and teams start to pick up on that as well so again there is a, a way of getting around that um, it might mean adapting how Forrest try to play Um but that's surely better than putting him under unnecessary pressure. <laughs> Keith. Um, <laughs> I didn't realise that was well, how he came up, Keith, on um, auto-captions. Um, I'll, I'll, yeah, try, I'll say Andrew from now on, or, um, yeah, I'm sure you all know who I mean anyway. Um, uh, Alexander says, bring Navas back. Um, I, I, I can't see that happening Uh Alexander and um, yeah, like I say, I think it's going to be a case of, of sticking with um, Turner as number one for now and having Vlachodimos as as number two. Um, I guess Vlachodimos will probably get another go in the, the cup next week um, against Bristol City. I thought the goals he conceded on Wednesday night, he wasn't helped really by defensive errors um, by <clears throat> excuse me the defence looking a bit um, well a bit of a mess sometimes the, the um, I think it was the equaliser there was so many chances to clear that before it it, it came um, yeah it, it needed getting out of the way before it even had a, a shot on goal that I think Vlacadimos probably it, it would have been tough to say but it was a really good effort um, yeah Looking at those goals, I don't think there was too much he could have done. Um, he made a couple of decent saves, Vlacodemos on Wednesday, um, fairly routine ones. Though. I don't think he was particularly tested. I think Turner just has the edge for now. Um, you, you don't want to be chopping and changing goalkeeper. That's one area you want um, continuity and, and stability. And if the decision is that Matt Turner is the number one, stick with him and support him, try to um, play in a way that doesn't put him under that kind of pressure. That's the solution. Um, And I guess we'll we'll see how that pans out. Um, Ian, on the same subject, says, why not use Hennessy in goal? He never let us down. 
Obviously, he's part of the squad, isn't he? Um, Wayne Hennessy in the 25-man squad. Ethan Horvath, um, by contrast, is not. And I expect Horvath will be one of those that moves on this month. Um, he does have a bit of interest. Championship clubs looking at him. Um, and he's out of contract in the summer. Hennessy um, is also out of contract in the summer, I believe, as well. But again, it's it's chopping and changing between goalkeeper. I don't think that's ideal, Two goalkeepers now have had an opportunity and turn into a third. I don't think it, it would help in terms of f- trying to find the stability. Nuno is still trying to get to know the players, get to know the squad, settle on the team, trying to get his ideas and his identity across. Um, obviously, the shortened winter break um, didn't help in that sense. He, he was hoping to have a, a fortnight and have that trip to St George's Park where he'd really be able to spend time with the players and um, work with them. That didn't happen. Um, not an excuse by any means, but to change again, goalkeeper, unless it's through injury and um, or there's no alternative, I think it would not be ideal. Um, you obviously do need Hennessy there just in case as well. But yeah, I... I I think it's just a case of of getting behind Matt Turner at the minute, supporting him. Um, Obviously, he's had a few big errors, um, just helping him get through those tough moments, I guess, is Nuno's priority. Um, I guess if anybody's going to be able to help with his kicking, it'll be Nuno, a former former goalkeeper. He'll know um, a thing or two about how to improve in that area. So, Hopefully it's something that can be worked on behind the scenes while Matt Turner's still playing um, and it's something we see develop in his game. I have to say his mentality, whenever he's made a mistake, is pretty good to come back from them. Um, shows a really tough character and I think he's spoken about that himself, saying that it balancing back from those kind of situations is, um, I think he said it was just kind of an epitome of his career. Um, so that's a good sign, I think, having that kind of characteristic and mentality and being able to, once it's happened, put it to bed, put it behind you and move on and prove yourself again. Keith um, says, Aguilera looked good. Um, pointless saying it was only League One opposi- um, against League One opposition because that's what everyone else was playing against. Good point, Keith. Um, yeah, I, I really like... Aguilera, um, hopefully he gets, gets game time one way or another, whether it's staying at the city ground or whether it's going out on loan somewhere else. I think he's certainly one for the future. He looks like he's got um, got a lot of talent and to come off the bench and make an impact like he did is, is really impressive. Certainly caught the eye. Um, and you're right, everybody else was playing against um, Blackpool and didn't necessarily catch the eye in the, the same way as he managed when he came on. Um I thought it was it was an exciting cup tie in the sense that it went backwards and forwards and obviously went to extra time as well. But it was it was certainly tough going at times. And when it was, I guess the the thing for Nuno to work on um, or to look at as he's still getting to know everybody is is having gone two 0 up to then let that lead slip would be an area that he wants to look at. Obviously, we saw that um, we saw that earlier 
in the season when Steve Cooper was still in charge that that was something that happened a few times. So it'd be something Nuno is wary of. Um, obviously, Forrest managed to come back and, and win it this time, um, but he'll want to make sure that that doesn't happen too many times, going 2-0 up, letting a team back into it. Became harder than it needed to be, that tie at 2-0, looking fairly good, um, even if there hadn't been too many chances, that should have been game over. Should have been straight through into the um, into the next round, but obviously didn't pan out that way and we had an extra 30 minutes. Um, Martin um, says, can we not get a response from the hierarchy about the money wasted? They come out and claim credit when it goes right, but where are they now? We'll ask Martin to see if we can speak to anybody. Um, have asked before and we have not been able to. Um I suspect at the moment, because of the charge being um, levelled and having two weeks to respond, that won't be addressed specifically, if anything, if we are able to speak to anybody, um, because obviously it's still ongoing. I suspect they won't want to say too much. Um, But you're right in terms of spending money. um, If we look back on... Recent transfer windows, the business done. Again, I'll stress there was a lot of good business. There was a lot of not so good business as well. Um, And obviously, Forrest knew the consequences um, during those transfer windows, knew the risks, um, and I guess now find themselves in the situation that they're in now um, where we're having to wait to see what happens. It was was avoidable. I think that's the really frustrating thing. They didn't need to be in this position, um, didn't need to be in this situation. Not just looking, um, we all know about the Brendan Johnson situation and and having to wait until deadline day for that. I don't think it needed to come to that. I think if you look back at some of the business done, um, so going back to the, the summer after promotion, we all know the squad needed strengthening. We all know that a lot of the players needed to come in. Um, did all of them need to come in? Were all the right ones brought in? I think you'd have to question. As much as you could say um, at the end of it, Forest stayed up, I think you still have to look at the the money that was spent, not just on um, transfer fees, but on wages as well. Um, some of the players that have been signed since promotion are still yet to play. Um in the Premier League, at least, um, for the club. There's several players that um, probably will, will, will struggle to get some kind of look in. Um, look at somebody like Josh Bowler, for example, um, out on loan again. Um, is he going to come back in and, and get a, a chance at Forest again? You'd have to say it's going to be tough at the moment. Um, Juan, been out on loan again, Um is he going to get another, a, a chance again? It, it looks tough. So, and did they did those kind of players need to come in, or, or should the money have been better spent? All very valid questions. And you're right; um, it's something that we would love to get the chance to ask. Um, and we'll try to pursue it again. See if we get anywhere. Ian um, says, "What's the chance of Origi and Tavares getting recalled by parent clubs? Both." Uh, subject of a lot of speculation um, and obviously being on loan the 
final decision will come down to um, to their parent clubs if they decide that they want to recall them or if they, I guess, have got an offer for from elsewhere to, to sell them. I know there was a lot of talk, um, certainly in Tavares' situation, that Arsenal were looking to sell a few players this window and he was seen as a, a potential candidate for that Um Sounds like he's got a, a bit of interest as well. So, again, when they, when you when you have loan players, it's not necessarily your decision around them. Forrester are at the um, at the mercy of parent clubs and what they choose to do. Origi, um, likewise, I think there's a lot of, a lot of talk about um, an MLS move for him now. What I would say for for both of them is that they um, haven't been regular starters certainly um it's about having options about having strength and depth in each position and i guess up front um talk about origi to lose one of those options um again i know he's injured at the moment but but when he's fit um forest have to make sure i think that they are able to strengthen uh, or get a replacement in um because they, they really don't want to be left short in um, at the top end of the pitch, Tavares, as I did, he's had his injury problems as well. Um, I thought again, I thought he did really well in the first game against Blackpool. Wednesday night, not so much. It's an area where um, Harry Toffolo has, has been doing really well at left back. When players are back um, from Afcon, so Olorena when he's back, um, Serge Aurier as well. Still got Nico Williams. Fullback is an area where Forest do have a few um, a few options. So if those two are end up being among the players to leave, I think for as long as Forest are well covered, I, I don't think it would be too much of a blow. Um, but it, it all, all depends on parent clubs, and I can see I wouldn't be surprised if one or both of those two end up leaving before the end of the window and going on somewhere else right i will have to call it a day there um thank you all for getting involved really appreciate it and safe travels to those going to brentford on saturday i'll be back with another one of these next week so let's hope we've got um, a positive result to talk about and and we'll see if there's any developments on the transfer front between now and then um thanks all and i'll see you all again soon